You're listening to Unveiling the Magic Podcast, where newcomers and seasoned Potterheads are all welcome. Hello, and welcome back to Unveiling the Magic. This is Laura. This is Joni. And this is Priscilla. If this is your first episode with us, we are discussing the chapters from Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. My co-host Priscilla is reading through the series for the first time, and Joni and I are just here for the ride. Today we are leaving the hut on the rock, getting our gold from Gringotts, and shopping in Diagon Alley. We are discussing chapters, yeah, chapters 4 and 5 of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. So I've got chapter 4. We left off with Harry laying in the, on the floor of the hut, counting down the seconds till his 11th birthday. When all of a sudden, the clock strikes 12, and there's a loud boom. So the crash awoke the rest of the hut. Uncle Vernon came out with a rifle ready. There's a smash, and down went the door, revealing a giant of a man in the doorway. The giant had a shaggy mane of hair and a wild, tangled beard, and had black, beetle, glinting eyes. Harry finally meets our boy Hagrid. Ooh. Yay! Love it. He's the best. The giant makes his way inside and he sees Harry. He tells Harry he hasn't seen him since he was a baby. Then he tells him for the first time in the series of many. I'm not going to sound like Her- Hagrid. <laughs> you look like your dad. Like Hagrid. <laughs> no, that wasn't you look it. Like, <laughs> you look like your dad, but you've got your mom's eyes. Oh. He also brought Harry probably his first cake ever, which is really cute. And I don't think I've ever really thought about it till writing this, that the Dursleys probably have never baked or bought him a cake for any of his birthdays. Um, so that's sad. Hagrid's really sweet for thinking of him. I want to know if it's as hard as his rock cakes. <laughs> they didn't say anything about that. Like, Did he like actually eat it? Yeah, so the next morning, he was just like, oh, let's get some breakfast. And he was like, and I'd also take a piece of your birthday cake or something like that. So, I mean, that was Hagrid, so he might like his rock cakes. Mm. Priscilla, have you gotten to the, a part in the book where they mention the rock cakes? In the first one? Yeah. Like if they go to Hagrid's. Oh, yes. When they all, or, or like his weird baked goods that are not that great, but they pretend to like them. Yes. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> so d- did he make... Like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> no, did he make Harry's cake? Yeah. Okay. I. That's what I assume, because it, like, it has the spelling error and everything. That's what I assume, too. That's true. No, that's just the movie, though. It doesn't really? say that there's a spelling error in the book. Oh. Yeah, I remember the movie having the spelling error. I think they did that in the movie to kind of, I don't know, show that... Maybe give you a picture of... Hagrid, even though I don't think he's stupid, but That's I don't know. True. The only thing that m- alludes to it is like later in this chapter, he doesn't know how to spell Voldemort. So he's like, nah, I can't spell it. I'll just say it, even though he didn't want to. Yeah. But Harry is lost for words. Instead of thank you, he says, who are you? The giant introduces, Rude. introduces himself <laughs> as Rubius Hagrid, keeper of the keys and grounds at Hogwarts which I said honestly doesn't sound like a bad job. You get to hang around the, the campus of Hogwarts and he gets to take care of the creatures Yeah, that in the sounds forest. fun. I don't know. Sounds like a good job. Yeah. 
Hagrid soon makes himself comfy in the hut, and the smell of sausages fill the room. I said, mmm, sizzling sausages. Um, I think it just reminded me, like, if that's, like, what you hear in the morning and you start smelling it, David makes breakfast, like, for me, for us, not just for me. <laughs> he doesn't eat it. And I <laughs> I just love sausage and bacon, like, the smell of it. Just mm, bacon. Hagrid makes a nice little meal for him and Harry, but Harry is still looking for more explanation. He still doesn't know who the giant is. Hagrid is shocked and angry when he finds out that Harry knows nothing about Hogwarts or about where his parents learned everything. Hagrid then tells Harry, famous line, you're a wizard. I'm a what? (laughs) And finally, finally, Hagrid gives Harry his letter. He has been accepted into Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, and the letter is signed by Minerva McGonagall, Deputy Headmistress. So we see... Uh, We see some of what Professor McGonagall does at the school. Um, It says he will start September 1st and that he's supposed to send an owl by July 31st, which is actually that very day. Mm. Um, So Hagrid actually writes to Dumbledore, oh yeah, got Harry his letter, going to Diagon Alley tomorrow, and sends the owl off. Well, over Uncle Vernon's dead body, will Harry be going to Hogwarts? He's supposed to go to Stonewall High. Hagrid just laughs and calls Vernon a muggle, and here we learn the definition of a muggle, which is a non-magical person. Um, Harry learns that his aunt and uncle have known about Hogwarts and the wizarding world and the real cause of Lily and James' death, which is not a car crash. But as Hagrid explained, they were killed by Voldemort, or you-know-who. Petunia explains that of course she knew her sister was a freak, that her parents were proud to have a witch in the family, and you see that Petunia is actually seems a little jealous of Lily, and maybe that's why she lives the way she lives now. Hagrid tells Harry a bit about you-know-who and how he disappeared after failing to kill Harry. In Vernon's rude fashion, he insults Hagrid by calling Dumbledore a crackpot old fool. This angers Hagrid so much that he takes his magical umbrella and gives Dudley a pig's tail. Oh, good. Yeah. Very fitting. Yeah. That's, I think that's what Hagrid said. He's like, well, I was trying to turn him into a pig, but it didn't work. Maybe because he was already so much like one. This is probably the best day ever for Harry. But Hagrid asks Harry not to mention that he did any magic because technically he isn't allowed to do magic since he was expelled from Hogwarts and got his wand snapped. Harry asks Hagrid why was he expelled and Hagrid quickly changes the subject and says, it's time to go to bed. Lots to do tomorrow. And that was the end. That was chapter four. Yeah, that was chapter four. There's a lot in there. I'm so glad that uh, Hagrid and Harry finally meet. And Hagrid was so excited about it. I know. Like, I feel like he was holding back a lot of emotion because it had been so so long since he had seen him. And last time he saw him, he was a literal baby. Yeah. Was it was it just in the movie or did they say in the book in the book <laughs> in the book as well uh, that he thought at first that Dudley was Harry? Oh was that, yeah, was that the book so as well? I think that was just the that was just the um movie. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I think it was just the movie because Harry's so very well known to look so much like his father. Yeah. Okay. It's like and like he was like I you're a little of, rounder than I remember you. <laughs> yeah. Are we sure that wasn't like, the book as well? I feel like it was. Yeah, I think that was just the movie. 
Yeah, because I don't think Harry was... Because, like, in the movie, Harry was hiding. So, he didn't see Harry. He only saw Dudley. So, he's like, well, it's got to be him because there's no other kid. And then he comes around the corner. Yes. So, he comes in, knocks down the door. And he actually asks, "Uh, could it make us a cup of tea, could you? It's not been an easy journey. He strode over to the sofa where Dudley sat frozen with fear. Budge up, you great lump said the stranger. Dudley squeaked and ran and hid behind his mother. And then he goes, ah, and here's Harry, said the giant. Oh, okay, yeah. That was funny, though, in the movie. (laughs) Yeah, I do like the movie of this whole scene. I like this, uh, the movie version, too. Yeah. Yeah. I think because I just watched it. That's what I remember. So I think last time I said that, I'm not sure if I explained that last time, that I was going to wait until I read the entire Harry Potter series and then watch the movies, but then Mm -hmm. I decided not to. I decided to watch every movie after every book, which is, I feel like, smarter because that way it's like fresh in my head. Fresh in your mind. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I have chapter (laughs) five, part one. We broke chapter five into two parts. So Harry woke up the next morning eager to find out if the night before was just a dream. While he was convincing himself that it was, he heard a loud tapping noise. Hagrid's heavy coat falls on him and we find out Hagrid slept on the sofa and the loud tapping noise is coming from an owl wrapping its claw in the window while holding a newspaper in its beak. Harry was so excited and opened the window and let the owl in. The owl dropped the newspaper and started attacking Hagrid's coat apparently looking to get paid in um in nuts or canuts or newts (laughs) so (laughs) so if anyone in the comments wants to let us know how that is actually pronounced the currency k-n-u-t-s please let us know because i'm just going to call it nuts (laughs) so yeah so they don't mention it in the movies right right i don't think they do and then jim dale says canuts i always said nuts yeah. Like a silent K. Yeah. Whenever I see a K and an N, I feel like you automatically make the uh, K maybe, silent. Yeah. So then maybe it's nuts. <laughs> That's what the owl was waiting for pretty much. So Hagrid's like, just pay him. So that was basically the start of that morning and their adventure. So Harry did suddenly realize once looking at the money that he had never really had money his whole life and he had no idea how he would get all the supplies he needed for Hogwarts. So Hagrid puts him at ease and basically says, did you think your parents were really not going to leave you with anything? And he tells Harry all about Gringotts, which is the wizard's bank that is run by goblins. Hagrid says that this is the first stop they will be making since he has some something to do for Dumbledore there. They get into the boat and off they go. Harry has so many questions for Hagrid. And while Hagrid is reading the newspaper, the Daily Prophet, they discuss the Ministry of Magic and some other stuff, but we don't have to get into all that, I don't think, because we're getting <laughs> to the fun part. Uh, they get to the train station and buy tickets to get to London. As they're on the train, people staring at Hagrid because he's taking up pretty much two seats. He's pretty large. They go over the letter that was sent to Harry from Hogwarts, and there was an additional piece of paper with all the necessary materials that Harry would need for his first year. Uniform, books, and other equipment. It also talks about uh, the students being able to bring an owl or a cat or a toad. Harry wondered if they could buy all of this in London. And Hagrid says, if you know where to go. So they walk through the streets, passing shops, restaurants, cinemas, until they get to this place called the Leaky Cauldron, I think, mm-hmm. which is a small pub. 
Harry hadn't even noticed it when they walked by and he had a feeling that only him and Hagrid could really see it. But before he could ask, they were already inside and everyone seemed to know Hagrid. And once they realized that he was not alone and that he was with Harry Potter, Harry started realizing that all these people knew who he was. He felt really weird. Everyone was coming up to him, asking him questions, being super excited that he was there. And then we meet uh, Hogwarts professor, which is Professor Quarrel, the Quirrell. professor of the defense against the dark arts. So we're introduced to this character and some others that were there. So about 10 minutes go by where people are ambushing them <laughs> at the pub and they walk up to this wall, I guess a brick wall, and Hagrid start, starts kind of counting it and Harry doesn't know what's going on. All of a sudden he taps the point of his umbrella, Hagrid does, to the wall, and a hole appears. It grows wider and wider until they're finally facing an archway large enough for Hagrid. And this is Diagon Alley. Diagon Alley. Yeah, we've made it. Harry was so amazed by everything he was seeing. The shops, the things outside them, the people doing their shopping. But first stop was... Gringotts was the wizard's bank. So they reached a snowy white building ta that towered over the other shops. There were goblins out to the door, goblins inside. And they finally reached a goblin that was, I guess, not occupied at the time. They told them, I think that's how it went, right? Hagrid told him, I have Harry Potter. I want to see his vault or we want to go to his vault. The mm -hmm. goblin asks, do you have his key? And he does. And he also mentions... He has a letter from Professor Professor Dumbledore, and it was about you know what in Vault Seven Hundred Thirteen. So off they went to both vaults. Harry was really curious and asked Hagrid what that was about, but Hagrid could not tell him. They climbed into some sort of like cart. I imagine it to be like a ride at like a theme park. This cart that yeah. takes them from like vault to vault. I imagine it like a I don't even know what they're called, but, but like a railroad cart. Yeah, like, you know how you get into it and you, like, strap in and they, like, take you, like, really <laughs> fast? I feel like that's what yeah. it was. Hagrid was not liking it. He was, like, turning green pretty much. He's like, I can't talk. Harry's over here, like, yeah. asking him all Stop these questions. questions. But, yeah, so they get to Harry's vault first. And inside were mounds of gold coins, columns of silver, and heaps of little bronze nuts. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Canuts. Canuts. <laughs> After they left Harry's vault, they went to vault 713, where the goblin worked some sort of magic that only the goblins can do to open that door. Uh, Harry expected to see something fabulous, like jewels at the very least, but it was a little wrapped box. It was wrapped in brown paper lying on the floor. And that's what happened at the Gringotts bank. I like the part, since you watched the movie, I'll probably bring up the movie a lot too. Oh, yeah. Because... That is my favorite movie, I think, because they did the book to movie. Really I feel well. like one of the best ones. I don't know. Yeah. And I love that part when the goblin just like takes his finger and like does whatever magic to open that vault. Yeah. Because that's literally what they said in the book, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I have part two of chapter five. Strap in, because there's a lot. Yes. <laughs> like, when I saw this, the cart ride I was out. like, uh-oh, <laughs> there's a lot of information. And we basically had the same amount of pages. I looked at it, and I was like, there's still a lot of info packed in all these pages. There's yeah, a, there is. Like, I was trying to skip stuff. 
no same here <laughs> I don't and think I was I like, did. yeah that's why I was telling you guys like I don't think I can skip this I have to talk about that oh I have to mention that <laughs> and it's like okay well, well here we go okay. she just skipped she skipped the boat ride she's like we don't need to know about oh that. yeah I just skipped the boat ride I feel like it was unnecessary <laughs> you guys know the boat ride yeah. he, he made, yeah. did a little magic and told Harry not to yeah. talk about it yeah yeah <laughs> okay here we go so to Hagrid's joy they are finally out of Gringotts and off of that horrible cart ride. <laughs> and so Hagrid goes ahead and drops Harry off at Madame Malkin's, which is the robe shop, so he can get his get fitted for his school robes. And Hagrid uh, goes ahead and goes to the Leaky Cauldron to settle himself because that cart ride was not Same. fun for him. I would do that I too. It. I get it now that I'm an adult. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine? Like, what does he mean? Like, as a child, like, what does he mean he's going to settle himself? So when Harry goes into the shop, we actually meet one of the first fellow schoolmates that Harry kind of bumps into. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. He's described as a pale boy with a pointed face and a strong Dudley attitude. Mm. Or strong Dudley vibes, as I wrote. Mm. Attitude vibe. (laughs) Yeah, freaky Google wasn't letting me, like, put vibes. It kept on doing a grammar error and it was bothering me. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, The boy made it very clear that he grew up in the magical world, throwing out many unfamiliar words to Harry while talking, such as Quidditch. And Harry's first introduction to a couple of the schoolhouses, which was not explained to him, so he was still kind of clueless, with these names of Slytherin and Hufflepuff. And in this moment, I would like to state that we have our first slander towards the Puffs. (laughs) (laughs) How rude. Basically, we know that the boy is Draco um, mm-hmm. now, so uh, we actually don't get an introduction until later. So, like this entire time, we just know him as the boy. But I'm gonna address him as Draco because we it's know it's easier. Yeah, yeah. Um, but basically, Draco says, "Imagine being in Hufflepuff. I think I would leave, wouldn't you?" How rude! That is I just rude. like to say, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm just gonna state this now. I really don't like how from the very beginning, literally, we don't even know what Hufflepuff is yet. And she, like, J.K. Rowling has made it to where literally we are already losers. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. That is the first we've heard of it. Yeah, that's it. Like, you automatically, like, associate Hufflepuff with a sad bunch. And it's not true, guys. (laughs) Puffs are cool, too. (laughs) Anyway. Okay, back to where we were. <laughs> Hagrid shows up at the window with a treat for Harry. Mm, a treat. And Draco immediately shows disgust towards Hagrid, mentioning that he is a savage that works at the school. And Harry immediately defends him, saying, well, I think he's great. Aww, he also, Harry. within that conversation, explains to Draco why Hagrid's there and not his parents, because his parents are dead. Draco, like, not apologetically says sorry, but make sure to verify that his parents were our kind, as he said. Yeah. And I just wanted to mention, this is just like the first of the underlining themes in like this entire series of classism and racism in the wizarding world. Mm-hmm. So you're just kind of getting that first insight of people care about where you come from. Yeah. Where you come from. Yeah. And that... Some people hold it important that... Stay superior, yeah. Yeah. 
So then with the conversation with Draco, it really brought Harry's mood considerably down. He got really self-conscious on how little he knew about the wizarding world and he began to just kind of doubt himself. So he started to ask Hagrid some of questions about like all the strange words that Draco kind of threw at him. Mm -hmm. Hagrid explained that Quidditch was the wizarding world sport very similar to soccer or as i read in my book football, football. <laughs> and that slytherin and hufflepuff were two of the schoolhouses this is also our first slander to slytherin and hagrid says there's not a single witch or wizard who went bad who wasn't in slytherin Ooh. which again immediately just brings on bad vibes to yeah the slytherins which we all know not all not all slytherins are bad this is true um so then they proceeded to get the rest of his school supplies hagrid had to keep harry from buying everything he found cool which he definitely didn't need but like you know he's an 11 year old with money for the first time in his life so it's like, really cute. Me. when you go into the wizarding world theme park oh my god i just want i've to get never everything, been but everything is super really? expensive yeah no you went Did I? when it was just, yeah. Remember? Oh, when yeah. You, you went maybe like, oh. his birthday. I did go. But it was very quick. Or I feel like we yes, didn't. Yes. And we went when it first opened. So there wasn't even Diagon Alley. It was only Hogwarts and Hogsmeade. And so, it was in July, right? And I didn't know birthday. what anything meant. So we have to go again. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. We that should all go so fun. one day when all of us are in Florida. And <laughs> yeah. COVID is not a thing. It's not so crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm totally down. Oh my gosh. And just like film Priscilla's reaction to all the things. Because me and Sissy know a lot. Sissy knows, I think, a little bit more because she was going there more often more recently. But I used to go there a lot too. That would be fun. It's a good idea. But yeah, Diagon Alley's side is just, it's so amazing. And you literally walk through and just like with Harry, like the first thing you see when you get into Diagon Alley is Gringotts and that there's a giant dragon on the, the roof of it. Oh my gosh, it's that sounds so beautiful. Good. I still love the picture that Becca got of me when yeah. I first saw Diagon Alley. Like, it's such a great picture. My, like, I was like, in true awe. Wow. Her eyes were like so big and she's like, what? I want to go. <laughs> it's That's really, really cool. So, I really loved it. So they made that part afterwards, like later on? Yeah. Yeah. Someone might know, but like maybe they'd always planned on doing it or maybe they were just kind of testing the waters with how successful um, a Harry Potter part would be. Mm-hmm. Hi, Ellie. I don't know. <laughs> it's She's my like- dog. You might hear her. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Yeah. We, we'll have to make a trip. Yeah. Yes. So much fun. I got really excited there. <laughs> I miss it so much. No. So me and David had passes to Universal and you had to get like the dual Islands of Adventure to get both sides because if you didn't know, Diagon Alley's in um, Universal and Hogsmeade is in Islands of Adventure. What? And Hogwarts. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to get... the. <laughs> The two park pass thing. Wait. Well, we got. Wait. Diagon Alley <laughs> is where? Diagon Alley is in Universal. Universal side. But they like. So you know how the the park is when you go in. Universal's on this side, and you go Islands of Adventure is on this side. And if you make your way toward like this backish area, 
here's Diagon Alley and here's um, Hogsmeade and Hogwarts, and you can take a train to Oh, uh, okay. You can take the Hogwarts Express. Oh, my gosh. Like my, like my finger. <laughs> I finger diagram. Cried. Yeah, yeah that's a so good diagram. This train to both sides. But yeah, you have to have passes for both. So we got yearly passes, and we would literally just go for Harry Potter World. Same. Oh like I gosh. bypassed everything else. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was doing that a couple years before. When was you, before this, I Laura? I don't remember this. You never invited me on all your trips because <laughs> <laughs> you were you were in Texas. We got we got. Oh, passes this was when, when we you were guys in were Daytona. in. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Okay, yeah. I forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> literally, what's the most annoying thing is is that. When me and my roommates had passes, you were just moving to Daytona, yeah. so you guys didn't have it. And so me and my roommates would go just whenever we had wanted to, whenever we all had like some time off or whatever, we would just like, oh, let's just go to Universal. And so we would do exactly what you did, but literally like two years before, and then I <laughs> yeah. move, and then you get the pass. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah, because Daytona was just like an hour drive, right? Yeah. Like yeah. um, Orlando was a halfway point from Daytona to Tampa. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we got yeah. sidetracked. <laughs> Whoopsies. But let okay. us know if you guys have ever gone to uh, Wizarding, Wizarding World. World. Yeah. What's what your, your favorite favorite thing? favorite thing or place? Yeah. And what thing you think we need to show Priscilla whenever we do this? Yes. Like, oh, what is a must see for me? <laughs> I know, right? They're gonna be like, um, everything. <laughs> we just have pages of a list of like, okay. Well, oh, we also have to take you at different times of the year so you can try the warm butter beer, which is the best butter beer. And then like, I've never the tried the warm cold. one. Oh my god, it's the best! It's, really? It's delicious. what does butter beer taste like? Butterscotch, like butterscotch. Okay, okay. It's too sweet for me, which is why I never really got it. I don't know. I just love the warm one. I feel like the so warm the, would be better than than a really really sweet cold drink. Yeah. Yeah. The one with like the delicious foam, me and David only buy, well, David doesn't even like sweet stuff, but we would only buy one because I cannot finish that one. It's still good, but I just can't finish it all. Yeah. Cool. So once COVID is no longer here, we can maybe share a drink. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll get, we'll get like three straws. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I will have a sip. <laughs> I, yeah, I have to try it. Okay, okay, okay. Back to back to the story, guys. So Hagrid decides to get Harry his first present. Oh. Yes, yeah. his first one, and he gets to pick out a pet. He picks out a snowy owl. Love it. I feel like I would pick a snowy owl too. <laughs> I'm gonna pick a cat. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. I just I wouldn't like... pick a cat, but I like the practicality of the owl. But I know me. Yeah, I could see you picking a cat. I mean, out of a cat, toad, or owl, I would definitely go owl, cat, and then toad. You know what I hope? I hope, like, the toad, like, resurgences, like, as, like, Becomes a trend. A cool. Yeah. Becomes a cool thing to have. Like, Gen Z is like, I'm getting a toad. Oh, yeah. I feel oh, like they yeah, would. Yeah, that's the cool thing. That'd be great. Gen Z, get on that. Yeah. Since we're already listening. talking about it, what would you choose for your pet at Hogwarts? Whatever cat comes to me and loves me. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely pick an owl. I think when I did my uh, sorting, I also picked a snowy owl. Oh, yeah. Or I just love owl. the, like you said, the practicality of 
the owl. I could send letters and it'd be a pet too. I don't know. Well, see, the school provides owls, so it's like not that big of a deal if you don't have one. That's true. So yeah, honestly, I'd probably go with a cat because also you only see your owl when your owl chooses to come see you or you go to the owl. Owl. Owlry. Owlry. Okay, so I'm 11 years old. You would pick a cat. (laughs) Or you would not pick an owl. You babysat a bird and hated it. Yeah, bird poop is disgusting. Oh, dang. That might make me change my mind. I feel like you wouldn't have to like clean after your owl, though. He does when he's like at the Dursleys. That's true. I do remember that. Yeah. Okay. So 11 year old me would probably pick a cat because I'd walk in and see a furry little cute face. (laughs) Okay. Moving (laughs) on. (laughs) Anyway. And then finally, for the most exciting parts, the last thing left was to buy a wand. Ollivander's is the wand shop owned by an old man with a soft voice. Sorry. I don't know what I wrote. (laughs) Um, Ollivander immediately knew who Harry was. He made it clear that he remembered all of the wands that he sold, reciting Harry's parents and Hagrid's wand, and even the wand that gave Harry his scar. Dun, dun, dun. Seriously, like every sentence that Ollivander says just like ends ominously. Yeah. I know. It does. They gave you that scar. (laughs) That was my attempt. (laughs) I would be so unsettled after leaving. (laughs) Especially, well, you'll get to it once Harry gets his wand. Right. Yeah. Ollivander explains that he used three magical cores for his wands, preferably phoenix feather, unicorn hair, or dragon heartstring. Harry starts to test out different wands to find out the wand that, in Ollivander's word, would choose him after many, like many, fails attempts. Harry feels a sudden warmth in his hand when he holds an 11-inch, 11 inches holly Phoenix feather wand. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So it's an 11 inch holly and phoenix feather wand. Yeah. A Hollywood. (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing great. It's like I was the one that drank the wine. I'm going like dirty. (laughs) What? Like when you said Hollywood. I went like my mind was like, oh God, that sounds like Hollywood. (laughs) Like. No, I was like, Harry feels... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no! (laughs) Oh, no! Look at that sentence. You guys should not have left me in charge of this section. (laughs) Apparently, I can't do it. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. No, for real. If you read it, it says, Harry feels a sudden warmth in his hand when he holds an 11. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I don't know what I was thinking when I was. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, Harry's wand is a holly phoenix feather 11 inch wand. Okay. That's what it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, that's it. I'm, I'm not going to say anything else. <laughs> okay. What does Ollivander have to say about this? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he says, curious. 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 And when Harry questions why it's so curious, <laughs> Ollivander, ominously, of course, states that the brother to Harry's wand 
was the one that in fact gave him his scar. Dun, dun, and dun. His that scar being a 13 and a half U. Obviously, Phoenix Feather as well. Mm-hmm. With that came the end of their shopping trip. Harry, though happy about the day, also had some anxiety. For real. The day showed him just how much he has to learn about the new world that he just discovered. Um, so there's just a lot of just anxiety around that, which I can mm-hmm. understand. Overload. I feel ya, Harry. That's a lot of information to take in yeah. in one day. And then Hagrid drops Harry off at the train station to head back to the Dursley, giving him his train ticket for Hogwarts. And then that is the end of chapter five. Rude. We are almost to Hogwarts. Oh my gosh. Almost I to school. I was a mess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So my first question to Priscilla. Ooh. And if, I don't know if you would remember what you thought, Joni, but why do you think Hagrid was expelled in his third year? Oh, well, I know why, so I'm not going to answer Oh, that. do they tell us, finally, at some point? They do, at some in, point. Not in this book, right? No. Okay. I feel like maybe Hagrid tried to, like, honestly, I ha- I, mean, I don't know. I don't want to say something because I don't, I don't really, I don't think I've ever really thought about it. I've always been like, ooh, I wonder what he's done. Yeah. I but, don't know if I ever tried to figure it out. I was just like, oh, he was expelled. Yeah, I think that's I how it was for far. me. <laughs> I already seen the first, the second book. Seen the second book. Seen the second movie. Oh. By the time I read them, so. Oh, really? Yeah. You watched the movies before the books? Yeah, because the movies, I watched, um, I watched up until the fifth one. And then when the fifth movie came out oh, is yeah. when I started reading the Oh, books. that's right. I didn't know that you had watched each bo- each movie. I thought you just wanted to watch the fifth one with your friends. Yeah. Well, I, it's really hard, at least then, it was really hard to avoid them. Yeah. Because all of my friends were nerds. And then also I shared a house with Sissy, so. Yeah. So we find out on the second book? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. So I'm yeah. on like. No, no, it's fine. That's good to know because I'm, I'm like on chapter five or something on the second yeah. one right now. We need to catch that's up to I, you. <clears throat> I wrote that question and that's why I texted you the other night. I was just like, where are you in chamber? Oh, yeah. I was just like, oh, I'm she not might. there yet. But yeah, I'm back in, out. I'm back in Diagon Alley in chamber yeah. right now. so that's interesting but yeah i couldn't think of i feel like hagrid when he was a student may have been like someone that tried to like either i don't want to say impress but maybe like be friends with someone or that just got him the wrong person yeah yeah i feel like maybe that could could be something but i don't know that's we'll find out i like that guess i like that and what oh what magical shop would you want to visit the most Ooh, that's a good one. I so the book talked about the robe shop. I was gonna say robes, <laughs> just I feel like I would want to try so many on. Yeah, I talked about. I didn't. I kind of skipped over the, like all of the other shops because like they weren't. They were just kind of in passing. But they yeah. sh- talked about the apothecary, the bookstore, the cauldron, and the robes. So the where he got the owls was just an owl store, right? Oh yeah, and not the, just like a Ilopes Emporium. Is it? A, it was in a store for like magical animals because that would be cool. <laughs> no, it was because yeah. oh, it was. Okay. They go there in the future again. Okay. Okay, then uh, that would be really cool. Or the robes, or honestly, the bookstore. I feel like if it has, I feel like all. I'm like, yeah, or this one. <laughs> um, but the bookstore <laughs> would be cool because it has all of like the uh, magical books too. Yeah, I think I would like the bookstore too. But if I had to pick one, I would say the robes for sure. Because, you know, that's just me. I like yeah, to try I, things on. 
I want the bookstore or I kind of want to see the apothecary just to see all the weird things because I like looking at weird things. Yeah. Yeah. There would probably be be a lot of that there. I'm always looking probably because I work in pharmacy. When we go to flea markets and antique shops, I'm always looking at like if it's like real vintage pharmaceutical glass bottles. Because mm. one, it does remind me of like Harry Potter. <laughs> and I don't know. I'm just like a pharmacy nerd sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. You are. Sometimes. I don't know. I feel like you've got reputation there now. Like, oh, well, Laura's going to know all of them. Another thing I wanted to ask was thoughts on their currency system because <laughs> I don't I wasn't get it. even going to bring it up. Like, so- I was like, <laughs> Hagrid, um, explained it a little bit right for like a yep. second yes and then but he's like, I makes, like he's like makes sense right and i was like no it doesn't actually <laughs> the logic behind there yeah like there's been people that tried to figure it out and it just doesn't yeah. make sense and it doesn't add up with things that go on in the books like when other people buy things and they say oh it costs this much well then it backtracks and it's like well you're paying even more for the smaller item in book three or whatever so there's not really a system i don't think <laughs> yeah i just don't think jk wanted to no and maybe it was on purpose like, like understand the yeah it might have been on purpose like she was just deal with the numbers don't maybe. think about this too much yeah i was trying to find it but i can't i think it was in my on my part of chapter five he explained it a little bit he's like so this equals this and this equals that and you know it makes sense right <laughs> like, <laughs> all right Moving on. Like, I can't even imagine carrying, like, all of that stuff. I know. Yeah. I didn't realize that he, Hagrid actually says, like, oh, this should be enough for a few terms. And I'm like, yeah, that would be a he lot. He said this should be enough for a few terms. Yeah. And they're all, like, coins, right? Mm-hmm. They're not, like, paper. That would be a big bag. Um, I feel like there was another. Wands. Wands. talk about. Oh, our yeah. wands. Do we want to share our wands? Sure. I just found out today. (laughs) How did you like the quiz? I don't remember it. I don't remember it either. (laughs) Well, yeah, it was interesting. At first, I was like, okay, it's more like a personality quiz Mm because it asked me, like, what do you pride yourself in more? Uh, What's, like, your biggest fear out of, like, all the, you know, options it gave me? Yeah. Um, Like, what path would you choose? Things like that. I was like, wow, this is really deep. So I was waiting. I was interested to see like what they gave me, but I got vine wood mm-hmm. with a phoenix feather core, eleven and th- three quarters uh, inch, and quite bendy flexibility. That's what I got. Nice. Um. So you had phoenix feather, right? Yes. I didn't look up the woods, but I looked up the three cores, and the phoenix core is one of the rarest. Oh, nice. Nice. Um, it has the greatest power range. Noise. And the allegiance is hard to win, as in it's like the pickiest. So not everyone. They talk about wands like it's like, like a living thing almost. And it kind of like is picky on who it wants its owner to be. Mm, okay. So that makes sense. Yours really liked you. Well, I mean, what can I say? <laughs> <laughs> Mine That's good to know. Is also a vine wood, right? Yours was vine. Yes. Um, I have a dragon heart string. It's slightly yielding and it's twelve and a half inches. Wait, do you have Phoenix feather too, Joni? Yes. Okay, I didn't know if we had one of each. 
Um, Dragon Oh, that would be cool. Uh, produces wands with the most power. So Phoenix Feather has like the greatest power range. And the Dragon Heart String produces the most power. I guess that's the difference. Okay. Capable of most flamboyant spells. Ooh, fancy. And typically learn more quickly than other types. What's your the thought? wand learns more quickly? Yes. Like, mm. so your relationship with you and your wand would get better, like, over time as you grow, like, learn spells and get better, and your wand improves, too. Yeah. Like, you're autocorrect on your phone. Uh, <laughs> Does it get better? It learns you. It learns you. Yeah, like... Generally, your autocorrect, like when you have a new phone, your autocorrect is okay. like very basic. But yeah, then, yeah. like, it gets to the point where, like, oh, you use this word a lot. This is the word you're trying to yeah. use. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess it doesn't help that I try and fight my autocorrect and I don't <laughs> like help it. I don't say, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just weird. Like, yay is now always like with four Y's on my phone. Yeah. Like, even when I type it, it just uh, like, okay. it'll be like, do you want this yay? <laughs> like, yes, yeah, I want to be really excited. Hey. It's like for with four Ys and then yeah. when I'm just trying to like talk to somebody, like if I'm trying to talk to like I don't know, like order something online and like put a note and I put oh. hey and it's like hey. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Anywho. All right, Jenny's my wand. <laughs> my wand is a lark wood with Phoenix feather core, twelve and a quarter inches. And supple flexibility. Ooh. Nice. I like the sound of your wood. What was the wood again? Lark. Lark wood. Or is it larch? I think it's lark. Is it L-A-R-C-H? Yeah. Um, Yeah, I feel like that's lark. Let us know. Let us know what it is, guys. (laughs) We We don't don't know know how how to to say anything. Pronounce words. (laughs) (laughs) Do we know Harry Potter? No. (laughs) Maybe. One thing I wanted to note uh, for Priscilla, because I I kind of wondered, because honestly, in the book series, you don't really talk about it, but this was on Pottermore. Harry has a small fortune because the Potters come for money, and we can kind of assume that, that the Potters were an old, older bloodline, and his grandfather was the inventor of this sleek easy hair potion and when he retired he sold the company and acquired like a lot of money so that's why the potters have this vault harry haggard calls it a a small fortune left to harry so i was always wondering i was like what did they do they seem like normal people when you learn about them yeah but they had like family money so i thought that was a good little tidbit to add yeah that i'm yeah when i i saw you wrote that i was like oh that's interesting Mm mm-hmm Sleek Easy's hair potion. A character, I think a character uses it in a later book. Ooh. Um, some characters that we meet. We meet a lot of characters. When yeah, I was we do. Like, and I was like, okay, let's just talk about the important ones. Professor Quirrell. Yes. In the Leaky Cauldron. Ooh. We do meet Professor Quirrell. So I forget that Voldemort hasn't possessed him at this point. So when Harry and Hagrid meet him in Lee Cauldron, because I was just like, so Harry doesn't feel weird when he sees... So I was very, like, I was very confused with that. And I think maybe the movie just confused me because Mm -hmm. they made it seem like he already was. Yes. The way that he approached Harry in the movie. Yeah, so in the movie... In the movie, Professor Quirrell has a turban in the Leaky Cauldron. Yeah. But in the book, 
he's technically, he wouldn't have because he hasn't been possessed by Lord Voldemort yet. And the whole reason why he ended up possessing him was because that day when Hagrid took the, the brown package out of that vault, that same day, right, Professor Quirrell was planning on going to that vault to steal it. Yeah, but that's Dumbledore, why he was in Diagon Alley. Yeah, that's why he was in Diagon Alley. But Dumbledore had a hunch, so he was just like, Hagrid, go do this. Get it. So when Quirrell fails to do that, that's when Voldemort was like, I need to be watching you. Like, I need, I need this to not fail and this plan to fall through, so I'm going to be attached to you. And then he starts wearing the turban. So the movie is kind of different. Yeah. So he, cause, cause I rem- I mean, I'm getting a little bit ahead in the book, but there's the, the students, I believe Ron and Hermione talk about, is it, or maybe it's just Ron. I don't know. They talk about Professor Quirrell and his turban. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll get to that. But they like refer to something like why he wears his turban or something like that. He was like somewhere or doing something. So I was, con- I don't know. It's, con- yeah, it would so confuse me. Spent, he spent like a year in i guess traveling so he went forgot where he was and he met up a vampire and that kind of spooked him which is why he's like a nervous person and then he ends up in albania which is where voldemort finds him and then he comes back and i don't know what he does with voldemort if he's keeping him at his house or whatever but he's not possessed yet like as in like in the back of his head until he till probably that night when he doesn't he fails to steal the the package okay yeah it was in a later book i don't hmm? remember where this is is well i think it's actually here in well he talks about it here in chapter five page 70 oh yeah poor bloke brilliant mind he was fine while he was studying out of books but then he took a year off Mm -hmm. to get some first-hand experience they said he met vampires in the black forest and there was a nasty bit of trouble with a hag never been the same since scared of the students scared of his own subject now where's my umbrella (laughs) but yeah that's that was like right before they were talking about curl he was he said yeah that's why he's so nervous yeah because he they talk about how curl was like stuttering and like you Mm -hmm. know so i'm like confused because i know he's not possessed by Voldemort yet but in the book, he had a turban, and also he's like already like nervous and like I don't know. I guess we know he hasn't been possessed here yet, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like he's also super anxious because he he's in the presence of Voldemort still. Yeah, like he may not Voldemort may not be like in him. Yeah, on his head, but he still like I assume comes home to Voldemort. <laughs> so like, I'm sure that's really stressful. Yeah. yeah. That's true. That's a good point. I do have one question because I just thought of this while you were discussing Hagrid getting into Diagon Alley. We know that Hagrid got his wand snapped and technically he's not supposed to have it. And it's implied, actually in my part, I didn't say it because there was a lot that I had to say, but it's implied (laughs) that Hagrid's wand pieces are in his umbrella. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if somebody gets expelled and gets their wand snapped and they don't have the pieces, can they just not go to Diagon Alley? Ooh, because you have to figure out a way to get there, is what you're saying? Like They they just have to go accompanied with somebody who has a wand every time? Well, isn't there a way to get there that, like, the Weasleys use? Oh, yeah. So they would just use, like, the dust powder. powder. Yeah. I forgot about that. 
I only remember because I just read that literally like <laughs> yeah. two days ago. Diagonally. Oh, man. I was going to make that reference. But I was like, oh, I probably shouldn't. And then you already read it. So I could have. <laughs> you could have. Wait, what? When Harry, he doesn't say diagonally, like clearly. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And then he didn't end up there. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. But what I was going to say, I was like, oh, well, maybe like Tom the barman would like Just do it you. for Hagrid. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, we meet goblins and mm-hmm. grip hook. And like we said, it wasn't mentioned his name, but we do meet Draco Malfoy. And Mr. Ollivander, the wand maker. Mm, those are some good characters we met. Mm-hmm. So I named this, instead of MVP, the MVW. <laughs> doesn't roll <laughs> off your tongue as well, but most valuable wizard of the section. Who's yours? Mm, most valuable I mean, wizard. be Hagrid. Honestly, it's, it's, it's got to be Hagrid. I mean, He's like. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, Hagrid's really like the only one that's still standing out to me in these in these sections. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mr. Ollivander was cool, but was I think creepy. he was more creepy yeah. and Yeah, he didn't. Yeah. He doesn't give off great first impressions. <laughs> the goblins were cool, but they were very neutral, you know? But, I mean, they're, I they're like not wizards. They gave off the vibes that they don't trust the wizards fully. Yeah. Yeah. So Hagrid, still my dude. Yeah. Most magical moment. Most magical moment for me is when Hagrid freaking gave Dudley a pick sale. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, my gosh. Yeah. I know it's probably not the best choice, but for me, I, I enjoyed that. He needed I some comeuppance. just yeah. wonder how Hagrid got away with that. But I read that like because his wand was snapped, I think this was like on... Harry Potter Wikipedia, so the Harry Potter wiki, I was trying to figure out, I don't know what I was looking exactly, but some theories were like, oh, well, since the wand was snapped, they don't think he has any, a wand anymore, and he's also not underage, so it's not like they're tracking his magic. Mm. But still, as someone who's trying, as like the Ministry of Magic who keeps an eye and makes sure that the Wizarding World stays a secret, and this happened to a muggle. It was, oh, yeah, was that's like, true. I'm surprised it didn't set off like a bunch of like, you know. Yeah. It's probably because Dumbledore. Oh, yeah. Dumbledore probably had something to do with it. Helped yeah. helped out his boy. Yeah. I would help him out too. Yeah. My most magical moment is the initial diagonally view. Reveal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. I mean, that's so like ingrained to anybody with Harry Potter. Like, I feel like even people who don't really know much about harry potter or really care that much about harry potter they know that moment yeah like yeah the movie was good too like it showed everyone like bustling in the street just living you know doing everyday errands but to harry this is not everyday like everything looks strange and like interesting yeah yeah that was a good one well good we have all different magical moments mine was when he gets his wand because i know it was creepy like the wand picked him. <laughs> the wand picked him. And I like how, like I said, reference in the movie. I love how the movie, like, he, like, tries out different wands and it goes, goes crazy. The shelves are, like, wands are flying off the shelves. Things are breaking. And Ollivander's like, this is normal, but that's not it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just, I guess we're talking about that movie specifically. But when that stuff happens in the movies, I'm like, 
how are you gonna clean up this mess <laughs> just magic so yeah magic. but then here it's like magic he just probably like does something and that would be nice i wish i had that here at home oh i wish oh something i did remember is freaking hagrid takes the boat how does the dursleys get off the hut and oh yeah <laughs> oh well <laughs> how'd they get home well we know they got home at some point but yeah they did somehow maybe they flagged someone but i was like okay Oops. what else is he, is he gonna do he can't do magic i mean one more thing is i mean gonna- that's a much bigger thing <laughs> like if he flew with harry <laughs> Or he could, like, magic one. Just create a boat. But you also have to remember Hagrid has half a wand. Yeah. And he also has, like, did they mention when he gets expelled? Just in his third year. Yeah. So he has three years of learning. Yeah. That's that's pretty big magic to do. <sighs> that's true. Like, I mean. I didn't think about that. You think about, like, I'm reading the fifth one right now, and you think about what they're doing, like. It's pretty minuscule compared to, like, magicking a boat. Yeah. <laughs> How many years do they go? Seven. seven. Oh, I guess because seven books. Mm-hmm. So they're done, like, at 17. 17, 18. Yeah. Because Hermione has my birthday. Oh, yeah. Oh, does so she really? She's always a year older than everybody. Yeah. We share oh. a birthday. I share a birth month with Harry. So do and I. And Neville. And you. Oh, yeah. yeah. You both are just- <laughs> <laughs> Priscilla's closer than you. Yeah. Oh, yes, I am. It's like, it's July 30th, right? 31st. 31st. Oh, 31st, because it turned to midnight, yeah. So the day of his birthday is when they go shopping. Happy birthday, Harry. Happy birthday, birthday. Harry. You're a wizard, Harry. I have this in here. Oh. Oh. My happy birthday, Laura Haggard cake card that Priscilla gave me for my birthday. Yes. Before she knew anything about Harry Potter. That's what I'm saying. I was committed. <laughs> I was committed to being a good best friend that gave her gifts she would want as a Potterhead. So you do. You I do. was like, I have no idea what this means. The most recent one, I have no, I, I mean, I didn't know what, I feel like the the cake, I kind of remembered yeah. that from the movie because I had seen the movie like in and out. I remember I just got you something recently. I have yes. no idea what it is. You got Still, me I, a time turner. Yes, that just proves what a great friend I am. <laughs> you are a great friend. You're the best. And you got me a Luna Alex and Annie bracelet one year. Oh, yeah. I thought that was a sweet saying. And I was like, I don't know. Yeah. I like this Luna chick, whoever she is. <laughs> Let me get this bracelet for Laura. <laughs> yeah, I love it. But yeah. Okay, so this brings us to the end of this week's episode. I hope you all enjoyed it. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. And if you want to stay connected on our socials via Facebook and Instagram at Unveiling the Magic. Until next time. Mischief managed. Bye. 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 As long as one of us says thank you, it's not a big deal. Thanks for bearing with us. <laughs> <laughs> well, this brings us to the end of this chapter or this. Okay, we have to start that over. <laughs> it's not a chapter. I was like trying my best to like keep it together when I was following along. I was like, uh, but and I thought I'm like sitting there. We were in the clear. Like-
Well, I thought at first I was like, what do you mean? What? And then I went back and re- like read what she wrote. <laughs> okay. To my defense, Kurt just went back to work this week. So it's just been me and a baby all day. And I get tired. Be sure to check us out on our social media at Unveiling the Magic. Catch you next time. Bye. Wait, no. What? Is it oh, saying it? The ship managed. <laughs> I was going to wait for you to say it, Laura. Okay, I'm going to say it all again, okay? Ready? Wait, bye. <laughs> <laughs>